Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Damn it, Danny. What? We just start the podcast. I get a text from uh, Danny V from the BJ Mix Show. And I, I got him some of those uh, Kraken sausages over uh, from Bavaria Meats that oh, they yeah. sell at Costco. And he did them on the Traeger with some chicken wings. And I... God damn, those look good. Right. It looks a lot better than that breakfast sandwich I just had from Starbucks. Yeah, for real. That's, oh. I mean, a plate of meat. Chicken wings and sausage? Oh, just slice up those sausages, kind of pick at them. Have you had the... the I have the, not. They're really good. Are they? They got actually a lot more kick to them than I thought. I, mean, I was going to say, how spicy are they, Steve? Not unbearably. All right. But like, it's a jalapeno spice. All right. Because it's jalapeno... Uh, Cheddar? Cream cheese. Ooh. And bacon. And I agree with one... Somebody tweeted at me. He goes, I really love them. I wish they had more cream cheese in them. You lose the... The cream cheese is kind of a hard thing to infuse inside of a, a sausage, sausage when you cook it. You know what I mean? I feel like it's going to melt into it. I almost feel like you got to like just kind of slather the cream cheese on after the fact, but it's what it is, and I thought it was delicious. You you ever uh maybe not yet right because your kid's probably not there yet, but little kids like little Smokies. So my friend's kid right, she loves them. So I kind of got in the habit of just kind of buying little Smokies every once in a while. Uh-huh. So we're watching a game over at my friend's house. It's like a month ago, and we have little. I have cheddar little Smokies, and he had regular little Smokies. So we cook them all together, and we're just picking at them. I'm like, yeah. do any of these have cheddar? And then somebody else who showed up later, my buddy Brett's like, pretty sure we've been eating just the cheddar one. I think we're just hammered. <laughs> Dude, it made me think of the time. It was like a New Year's Eve. I don't think you made it to that party. At my old house in Linwood. And right. and, uh, and Ben, Ben Psycho Muppet. He was yeah. there with his lady and a few other people. And Ben brought little Smokies. Oh, yeah. And I remember it was like so awesome. But somebody showed up and had, it might have been Ben's car. Somebody, we had to go outside and deal with like someone locked the keys in their car or something ridiculous. And we're trying to figure out how to break into the car outside of our house. Which nice. Is, oh, it's a typical. Classy. Yeah, typical all of us hanging out incident. Yeah. And we all go outside to handle this. And this is back when Lucy was alive. And all those little smokies, man, it's still oh, no. the most impressive thing ever. So we go outside, we come back, and. All the Smokies are gone, mm. and little, and I'm like, where did the, it's on the ground? And all the little toothpicks are on the ground. Like she figured out how to eat the Smoky and not eat the toothpicks. Yeah. And like I, I remember monitoring her poop after the fact, and just to make sure like nothing weird was going on. But I'm like, this dog is a genius. Yeah, like, how did she do that? I, I'm, they must have not been that like strong in them. But man, that was such a disappointing moment because I remember just being so. I mean, I was pretty baked, and I remember being so so excited. To eat little smokies and little meatballs, I think, are the two greatest things ever when you're baked at a party. Oh, or just a, watching sports on yeah. a Sunday. You Sober, got, so, drunk. Well, yeah, dr- I'm saying, like, right, little smokies are always good. <laughs> oh, the other thing I like, I like that should be like our tag team name if we ever become wrestlers. We're the little smokies. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing I like about little smokies, like with my buddies, like they just have the one daughter. So she's only eating a few of them. And then I'm oh. always like, Jesse, can we just, and he's like, yeah, 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 that's kind of, you just eat the rest of them. I'm like, oh, <laughs> kids are pretty awesome for that. Yeah, like Francis, do you want, like, should we make another pack? Yeah, you look hungry. You look hungry. <laughs> like, now I'm just a little smoky pusher. <laughs> She's three and you've had 40. Yeah, exactly. And the little meatballs too. I love when somebody shows up to a party with like that barbecue sauce kind of sauce to it in a crock pot. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have an old recipe I could share with you. Oh. 
Or just make it next time we hang out. That's Steve, that's not a bad call. I can only like lock or uh, load up the crock pot the night before. Oh, man, we do our cracking game. Yeah. Because that's like the perfect, like. That'd even be good if, even we got home from the game. I was going to say, even if you're like not like s- super hungry, I could still polish off at least 15 of those. <laughs> <laughs> We're already planning for a big party in December, December. to see the Kraken take on the Edmonton Oilers. All I right. Let's, like December 3rd. Yes, right? Or the second, right. No, it's the third, because that's yep. Saturday's the fourth. All yep. right, Steve, the yes. question everybody's wondering. I didn't text you this last night. We were texting during the game. Yes, we were. Did Sid watch the game with you? <laughs> what do you define as watch? <laughs> Which she, she watched the first period. What do you define as, well, okay. So what we're talking about right, real quick. Because this was the conversation. We can't have yep. a man room because she's going to watch all the games with you. And I was sitting there last night. I was like, there's no chance she's watching this game. This is oh. the first one. And this was a struggle because, so the game started at 7. We typically are finishing up giving uh, Tatum a bath around 6.30-ish. All right. And then we hang out upstairs. And like, she has a little playroom with a little slide that she calls the Wii. And she like slides down it. Or we play with other random things. And then around like 7-ish, we start trying to... Like, shut it down. Like, right. by 7.20-ish, we're starting to read her some stories. And then by 7.30, we're hoping that she's going to be in bed. And typically, Sid stays up with her and sings her some songs and lays in the bed with her. And I go downstairs and enjoy some wrestling. Like, that's usually our routine. Because I can't fit in the bed and I'm just in the way. All right. So, the game before the Kraken is going long. Because I told her, I'm like, hon, I mean, I'll watch the game on my phone but like, I want to go, I'll go in the bedroom if that's okay. And I, I got like, she didn't give me like a weird vibe, but I almost gave myself a weird vibe. Like, man, I'm going to just blow off my child, even though it's, she's not going to remember it. And I'm always going to remember the first game ever from the crack. Yeah. But, but I'm like, I guess I could watch it on my phone. But now all of a sudden that game before it's like going long and I'm like, awesome. Keep going long. Like as long as they don't like start the cracking game and make us miss it because we're watching the game before the penguins and the lightning. I'm like, keep going long, keep going long. I'm like, this is taking forever. This is great. So we just put her down as the national anthem is going. Nice. I'm like, great. You know, I kneel. No, no I'm kidding. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I work my way downstairs. I'm like, this is perfect. Although it's bummed we missed like the pre-show craziness that the, the Vegas does. I saw it on I saw it on like online. It looked on awesome. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, you go on like Aaron Levine's Twitter. I think we reshared it too. It's amazing. It's a giant. Chris cracking. Daniels been down there. Yeah, everyone was there. I was kind of yeah. mad that we weren't. <laughs> but that's our own choice. It looked like there was a lot of Kraken fans. A ton. Yeah, yeah they, they took over like a couple bars. Yeah. So on the couch, watching the game, Sid comes down, gets us our little snacks and popcorn, sits down. Game's on. Look over. She's on her cell phone. I don't think she watched a single moment of that game. I'm pretty sure. And after the first period, she lays down to play with her cell phone. By the time the second period starts, she's asleep. So to answer your question, I got to watch the game with her. But she didn't really watch the game. That's fair. I'm okay with that. I have like this sounds weird. But one of my favorite things, like if I'm actually dating somebody, Mm -hmm. Especially if it's like college football or like a Sunday afternoon football, and they're like, I'm going to take a nap. I'm like, cool. Got a chick napping in the bedroom. I'm yeah. watching sports. Like, I'm like, this is the best. I love it when she's, I mean, I obviously love it when she's awake, but I love it when she's asleep on the couch. Yeah. And I can just watch whatever I want. And I always tell her that too. I'm like, put on your below deck show. She's like, but I know you're not like a huge fan of it. I'm like, I don't hate it. And I'm trying to take a nap. So this is perfect. Watch, go ahead and watch. It's not real housewives of wherever. I'm okay. Like that show hurts my brain. It should. It really does. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had, that's how it was. Although I am happy that the next game tomorrow uh, is in Nashville. So that game starts at five. 
Because, bro, I don't know if I could do too many uh, 10 p.m. games ending on a weeknight. Yeah, that was late for you. I was kind of surprised. Like, I was like, and then you hit me back with another text. I was like, all right, we finished it. It was fun, man. Like, I was texting with you. Danny V was texting. I had my buddy uh, Christian Andes. He was messaging me. Like, some people that aren't, like, you're a hockey fan, but like, some of the people, like, I were never hockey fans before are all of a sudden like, I'm interacting with, and I, I don't know. Like I'm sure you feel yeah. the same way when like you're you 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 jumping in with your buddies about college football or basketball or whatever. Right or Sounder stuff. Sounder stuff. Like there's something fun about. Yeah, we can't be in the same room together, but thanks to technology, we're kind of hanging out watching the same thing. For sure. Yeah. So I was kind of pumped when like you were texting me and Danny, and I'm having like all this. I, at one point, I was like, I'm just gonna group chat them all, and I'm like, no, that's that's a way too aggressive thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, my buddy, my buddy yesterday, right? My buddy Alex, he's like me. He's like a sports nerd. Mm. So he sends me a text that just says, "I'm watching the Wizards preseason game because I have a problem." But one of the players, I forget who it is, but he walked in in a Kraken jersey. Sick. And he was like, "What's going on out there?" And I was like, "You would not be like." I've I've seen Kraken gear everywhere, and I was like, "There's got to be so much gear." But then last night on Sports Center, Bucci Gras, Bucci, which by the way, I think it's awesome to hear Bucci calling a game. Dude, I thought he did a great job. Yeah, so he was. Talking I wish to- he would have done uh, every once in a while, like kind of how like Forslund's doing it. I, I think he forgot. There's a lot of new hockey fans that were probably watching that game. And I, yeah, I'm not one to criticize. So I'm like, I, I don't think he did anything wrong. I thought they did a great job with their broadcast, minus that weird wide angle thing, but. I thought he was fantastic, but I felt like he could have explained some of the things that were happening for the newer fans every once in a while. Yeah, but sorry. Uh, and 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 somebody will probably tell him that. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, but he was saying that like, like the, the merchant stuff, like nobody sold as much as the Kraken have. No, not even yeah. Vegas when they first put out their stuff. Yeah, they were saying something like it kickstarted like the economy for jersey sales for the exactly. nhl again yeah because they were hurting last year with the pandemic and everything i heard that too and i was just like damn and those jerseys are just fire on the they're ice. sharp i like the home ones but the away ones are pretty sweet as well yeah and the, the, just that, that what do they call it? ice blue it just pops on the ice it does and the and the the s just looks cool i thought when they first unveiled the jerseys i'm like that s is aggressively too big i was just like that is a really big s but then which I eat too many beans. I say the same thing for different reasons. Hey, uh, but when uh, with all the pads and just like how the play, you know, shoulder pads, goalie pad, all that stuff, the yes looks perfect. Yeah. Did you see Shaq was in town last week? Yes. Yeah. You know, we're hitting up Shaq's chicken when we get to the big chicken when we go to the climate pledge. Oh, all right. So that's why he was there. It's the third of his franchise restaurants opening somewhere. It's the first in an arena. So he has one in an airport, I think in Vegas. All right. There's a standalone, I think, maybe, don't quote me, in California. And now he just put one in Seattle at the Climate Pledge Arena as a concession thing. It's called Big Chicken. It's going to include, a, there's a Kraken sandwich, a chicken sandwich that's going to be on the menu that has like cream cheese. I just love how Seattle's known for cream cheese. Is that right? Just because of the Seattle dog. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like, oh, you want to do a Seattle-based food? Put some cream put cheese some cream on cheese, it. Which I'm in for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a Seattle bagel. It's a bagel with just cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Shaq, man. I don't know what kind of, what size jersey that was. And I don't know if he All right, so his- that's right. Mike and I were looking at it yesterday. It looks... T- I mean, I'm like, how does he make a hockey sweater just look like a t-shirt? And I'm not sure if he was rolling the sleeves up or pushing them up or they just weren't... They didn't measure his arms because the sleeves were not coming anywhere near his wrists. Yeah, well, I think... I don't know. For The, the only thing bad I'd say about the Kraken is like... We got to figure out NBA size size stuff. 
So I still feel bad for Sean Kemp in that jersey. Oh, that was the T-shirt? <laughs> yes, or that T-shirt. That T-shirt was a schmedium on him. Yeah, I was like, like look, man, if you're going to have ex-NBA players out, you got to get giant-sized stuff. Air on the side of baggy. Right, because they're and like, look, they're just they're not normal size people. <laughs> not even close. They're over seven feet. Some of them. Yeah, and, and it's big. Right, and you, you get that tall and stuff. Like they, there's special shops just to get jeans and everything. But and Sean's retired, and he owns a pot shop. Hence, he has munchies probably a lot. So it's not like he needs to worry about like staying in tip top form. <laughs> right, like can we get this guy some shirts that fit? I thought it was funny seeing Shaq. On the lime scooter. <laughs> I know. It looked like a razor. It looked like, yes. It looked like one of us like going on a kid's scooter. Yeah. Man, that guy's a big dude. He is. I Good saw- for him, man. I mean, look, can you imagine? Like, he's got the shakaroni pizza at Papa John's. He's got chicken joints. Like, I, I, I mean, good for those guys. I really, I feel like Shaq is living the absolute best life with the money that he earned himself over the course of his life. Yeah. And just printing more. He's always making money. He's got the most ridiculous endorsements. He's known for just... Opening up his wallet to random strangers, just doing good deeds for people, not looking for any attention. I still love yeah. the story of him walking into a jewelry store, seeing a guy buying a wedding or an engagement ring and putting it on layaway. And Shaq just walks over with his credit card and says, oh, I'm going to pay for the whole thing. Yeah. Look. Oh, let me get that. <laughs> right? Oh, by the way, what's your name? <laughs> and not to mention, I don't care if you're an NBA fan or not. The post-game show on TNT after NBA is probably one of the best studio shows for sports. Crack, I mean, uh, Shaq and, and, and Barkley should have a podcast. Yeah. I would listen. Yeah. I mean, it's just awesome. Like I, like, I, like, like I said, I'm not the biggest NBA. When it comes to playoffs, like I watch it just to see that post-game. Race it inside the NBA. And one of his sandwiches at his chicken place is called like the Barkley or the Sir Charles. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. <laughs> they're like a good wrestling duo. It's like, you know, they're actually buddies. Oh, yeah. But they, they feel very comfortable making fun of each other. Oh, they go at each other all the time. It's like, hey, that, that's why. They know that they're not going to cross the line. And if they do, they'll give each other a wink like, hey, man, that was a little much. Right? <laughs> and poor Charles has to sit there. The only athlete on that set without a ring. Oh. And they never let him forget it. <laughs> man, I love Barkley when I used to play that NBA video game. Yeah. I would always be the Phoenix Sun so I could be Charles Barkley. Round mound or rebound. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get him a championship ring much in his life, but at least he should know that there's one guy in Seattle that like playing him as a video game. Yeah, character. and it, look, and I, to me, Barkley always has a good excuse. He's like, Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's like the Sonics. Yeah. Why didn't they have any championships? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Ted Talks, starring Tex Smith. So I was on the uh, tailgate trip this past weekend in yes. Milwaukee. Awesome. You awesome. the bad time. luck charm from Milwaukee. Jesus, man. I have got to stop cheering. Like, I feel like I started cheering for the Mariners. They do bad. I was like, I'm all in on the... So they won Friday. Uh, you texted me about the Kraken yesterday. Oh, well, I don't, I don't... I can't have a hockey jinx. Baseball jinx, fine. Okay. <laughs> but seriously, the Brewers went on Friday. We get in Friday night. The whole town's electric. Saturday, we go out. We tailgate around. Oh, by the way, that's the TED Talk. Everybody's like, how do you do that trip every year? Just make time and take the trip. Also, save a little time for yourself. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm guilty of it, like, going out, making plans. Sometimes it's got to be like, all right, chill out. But yeah, Milwaukee, awesome. Brewery's cool. We did not go to Miller Lite. We went to uh, Lakefront Brewing, did uh-huh. a tour there. Th- Steve, I feel like you're an old school sports fan. You'll appreciate this. Remember how Bernie Brewer, 
the old mascot. Yes. He had his own little ski chalet. And then when they hit a home run, he would go down the slide. So this Lakefront Brewing, they have the chalet and the old giant mug. Is it the real one? Yes. Oh, my God. And the lady giving the tour. By the way, if you're in Milwaukee, go take that tour. It's like 25, 30 minutes. You get four drink tokens. And and it's like, they're like kind of like comedic. Like, they're like busting chops the whole time. Yeah. And and she's like, so our brewery was cheap when we bought it. She's like, that's the original chalet. It costs four times what this whole brewery does. I bet. Yeah. But that's amazing. It was, I, like, I thought it was like one of the highlights. I was like, this is great. But, I mean, I don't know when I'm ever going to end up in Milwaukee, but if I did, I would text you to be like, what's the name of that place again? Because I would want to see that in person. Yeah. So then the brewers. I love the brewer's logo. Right. Brew crew. Yeah. We were doing that at Claws, Claws Out. So then we go to like all the giant sports bars down by the stadium. We're, and that's what I'm saying. All day. We're like, yeah, we're the brew crew now. They lose. Then they lost the series. <laughs> or they lose like three games to one. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta Basically, moved on. they won that first game. I showed up in town and jinxed them. crushed them. I know. <laughs> uh, what's the food situation like there? Good food? Yeah. So there's a great uh, German beer hall there. Which we went to, we went to both days. Steve, this everywhere in town that you would love has giant soft pretzels because mm. it's got like big German roots. Oh man. So like we're just, we're drinking liters of beer, just like ripping off pretzel. And then we got like, we're talking about a plate of sausage with sauerkraut. I mean, oh. I was like, I could do this for hours. I, it's not the healthiest lifestyle, but just. No, but for a weekend. And the sports bars. <laughs> yeah. The sports bar, Kelly's. Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. They had like a large pizza tray, and the pretzel, if you had held it up, would have been like this big. Oh my gosh, that's like the size. I'm trying to think of like what that would be. It's size of like a trash can. Yeah, it's like, like the lid of a trash can. Like think think of a pizza parlor and their large pizza. Oh my gosh, dude, you know that's my weakness. Like the last time we hung out, I'm like, let's get a pretzel because they had pretzels, and it was just like basically a microwave. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, and that's and they got the cheese dipping. Yeah. I mean, the mustards. mustards. Yeah, there was like two mustards. Forget about it. Yeah, cheese. And and like, (laughs) that's not even the biggest pretzel we saw in town. Oh, that looks so good, too. Oh, it was awesome. What are people like? Cool people? Because you're you're way more sociable than I am. If someone asked me that, I'm like, I don't know. I didn't talk to anyone. But I feel like- Oh, we talked to so many people. I feel like you're talking to people. They were super nice. The only weird thing is, and I brought this up on the podcast, too, is that 80% of the people we met, when they were like, what are you guys doing here? And we're like, ah, we're just meeting in Milwaukee. And they would go- why? Why? <laughs> like eighty percent of them. I want to be like, well, you guys have some damn pride in your town. They're embarrassed. I I guess they're just like because Chicago is only like an hour and a half north, so they're just like, why? And I'm just like, I, what are you children? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you don't like it so much, why don't you move out? You should be happy I'm here. Yeah, but big beer culture, big German culture. Uh, if you like Bloody Marys, that's another thing. The oh, te- that's right. You were gonna get that Bloody Mary. I did. And what was in it? So it was uh, horseradish, horseradish infused vodka, and then like every Sold. every place you go, it comes with a cheese curd, like pickles, piece of bacon, like everybody does it. And then the last day I was I there, I really want to try that vodka. Oh, dude, I I'm not a Bloody Mary fan. I suck that thing down. And all the Bloody Marys come with a little back of beer. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I just love horseradish. I would never think to have it with my vodka. It it was good, man. Especially at brunch, it it woke you up. <laughs> And that then awesome. the last place we went on Sunday, waiting for our flight, was called Stenny's. Mm-hmm. And that's like the biggest sports bar in town. I, I, I already had breakfast, plus I was a little hungover, so I only got six wings. Awesome. Like, I always order wings extra crispy. You've been with me. Yep, uh-huh. You don't have to worry about that in Milwaukee. They know what they're doing. They're, they know what's up. 
Yeah, Thanks. and people were you're super... clearly not from here, sir, if you're asking for the extra crispy. And why are you here, Alva? <laughs> yeah, and every place has fried cheese curds. Oh, my gosh. It's a healthy town. Right. Basically, I went to the doctor on Thursday because I had to go get a checkup on Next my blood. Time, go to the doctor before you go to Milwaukee. That's what I'm saying. I went to the doctor Thursday. Oh, okay. Got a checkup, and he's like, oh, blood pressure's good, this and that. I was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go destroy it with cheese curds now. <laughs> I almost wish if it wouldn't cost you money and it wouldn't be a waste of time, you could go back to the doctor again and, and get the, the checkup. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what happened after the weekend? <laughs> See how much damage you really did to yourself with fried food and cheese. <laughs> Is the statue of uh, Fonz uh, Henry Winkler in Milwaukee? Ah, uh, uh, probably dead. Judging by your look on your face, it, that was not on your radar. It wasn't. I, I'm sure it is. That not, was other people kept saying too. Are you here for the Harley tour? And I was like, <laughs> Harleys are originated here, and they're like, yeah. And I was like, son of a bitch. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I thought you were talking like it was like like a gathering of Harley people, and they just tour the town. No, literally, the that's where they started. Why are they so embarrassed of their city? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, in their defense, it was like, they're like, bachelor party? Nope. Brewers game? No. Nope. Nope. Why? <laughs> we wanted to try your cheese curds. Yeah. And then it's like, well, two of us live in Seattle. Two of them lived in Maryland. We thought it was in the middle, which it's not. We still had like a four hour flight. But that's awesome, dude. I, I like the idea of just like picking a random city. Yeah. And, and, and meeting up and just all be, this is our first time checking out wherever. Yeah, it was honestly we we had a plan, and people were super nice. The food was good. Uh, I was gonna say, I, yeah. I mean, it's a beer drinking like culture. It, I, I mean, it was heaven. I was about to say that's like right up your alley. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> All right, well, I'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk more sports. We might even talk more cracking. Yeah, because uh, that's obviously on the mind. It's it's kind of cool, like being in the office. And I'm talking hockey with Thrill, Mike, Taryn, yeah. Miles. I, I've already talked hockey with you, so it's not not anything out of the ordinary. But it's just weird that like the the, the cooler, the water cooler talk is hockey. Oh, trust me, this Christmas everybody's gonna be watching the uh, Junior Nationals. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> We're all gonna be like talking about the Olympics in February and how they're gonna do. It's gonna be great. All right, we'll also get more into the wide world of sports with Ted. And I have a very special moment that happened with my daughter that I can't wait to share with you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ted and Steve need to take a break so that they can release the Kraken. The mega cast will be back. Who are you? Bong. James Bong from the producers of For Your Bloodshot Eyes Only and The Spleef Who Loved Me comes James Bong starring in Fry Another Day. Are you trying to save us from the evil mastermind? No, Mary Jane. I'm just looking for this total badass Acapulco Goldfinger. James Bong, 00711 from Zigzag Pictures. Ted and Steve have been awkwardly staring at each other for the last two minutes. Shirtless. WTF. The mega cast is back. I'm feeling this one. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right, Ted, it's... I don't want it to stop. Oh, we're going to say, okay, so. Oh, there we go. Oh, nice. Feeling that one. You were. 
Uh, it's just super quick before we get to the wide world of sports. Uh, a very magical moment happened in the Steve Meigs household. So Tatum's picking up on new words. All and right. there's actually, it was funny because my wife and I recently were like, man, there's some words I'm shocked she hasn't been saying because we say it a lot. Like booby. Like we just figure because she's always like, oh, she's, there she is. I'm mom's booby. You would think at this point she'd pick up on that word. Like right now her favorite word is no. And it's so beyond annoying. Because you don't know if she's genuinely saying no. Or just saying Or it just saying say the word no for the sake of saying So there are moments where you're like, okay, that I believe she's saying no for the sake of saying no. But there'll be like times where I'm like, do you love daddy? No. I'm like, do you hate daddy? No. Okay. I'm like, good. <laughs> but the other one is the word poop. Because, you know, we're always saying it. Poop, 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 poop. So the other night I was... I was doing that, and I closed the door because sometimes my wife's like, close the door, otherwise Tatum comes comes in. And I'm like, all right. Oh, no, actually, the door was cracked because she did come in, and Sid came flying in. She's like, get out, because she's like, that's just a worry. She's going to, like, touch my poop, which I don't understand why because I'm sitting. It's, like, it's a weird thing. I think she's just worried about the scent. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, she pulls around. She must be going, daddy was pooping, daddy was pooping, blah, 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 blah. I get done. I come out. They're in the other room, like, getting ready to read, like, a nighttime story, and this is what she said. Daddy pooped. Daddy pooped. Daddy pooped. Very proud of that. Daddy pooped. And so I filmed her saying that, grabbed that, and I edited it so I could put it on my on my Facebook so my family could see it. And when she heard me say it the rest of the night, Daddy pooped. Daddy pooped. And I'm like, oh boy, I created a monster. <laughs> well, it's too late for that. I know, right? <laughs> Daddy pooped. You should give yourself a thing on the board. Boom. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Yes. Good people. Great popcorn. Good people, great popcorn, and a great thing for Tatum to put her toys on. All right, I was wondering. I was like, did you order more, or is she just playing with the tin? Those are the tins that we got from the last time we ordered Oh, nice. And they were in the pantry. They've been in that pantry for months. She's never once thought to touch them. The (laughs) night that I sent you, I texted you a picture. I put on my Instagram stories a couple days ago. She just randomly comes out with the little tin, and I'm like, okay. And then she grabs the big tin, starts stacking them, and then putting all of her little action figures, like her little, like, you know, um, uh, bluey dolls and random things on it, like as if it's a stage for them. I should. We should send that to the Smiths. Yeah, I'll send you more. Yeah, but isn't that great? Like, I mean, I, I, it just, I was like, wow. All right, well, you know what, Smith Family Popcorn, a great oh, thing. Nice. Yeah, dude, that picture's pretty rad. Right. There's good stuff inside and fun for the kids on the outside. That's right. <laughs> uh, what do we want to start with? Good news or bad news? Let's start with the bad news. All right. Look. It'll be a tough year, Hawks fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might get Blake Bortles. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we just got to be honest about it. It's going to be a tough year. Now, look, the onus, 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 onus yeah. is on people like me, right? I'm a Hawks fan. Well, this year we're going to find out. Yes. So we'll see how the ticket prices are going to be for uh, the, the resale market now. I feel like we can get a face value ticket now. Yeah, Russ got and like look, Russ getting hurts one thing, but like Russ don't play defense, and neither do the Seahawks. <laughs> Did you see the Seahawks put up something where like, hey, to get in with the crack, and they're like, what positions do you think the Seahawks players would be if they were 
if they were members of the Kraken. You know, some people were like, oh, I can see DK as a wide receiver. I could see that Puna Ford as a, a goalie. And somebody just wrote, I could see none of them playing defense just like they do on the Seahawks. <laughs> and I'm right, there's no defenders. People are having a field day on Twitter right now. Russell Wilson puts up a like, shout out to the Kraken. Good luck. Somebody's like, Stop tweeting. You have a bad finger. Let it rest or something like that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. People are just – I don't get, though, the people that are like, shut the F up on on Twitter and worry about the team. Like, time to get rid of this guy. I'm like, you do realize that Pete Carroll doesn't run or John Schneider is not running the social media for the Seahawks. Like, you right. yelling at the social media person, you're yelling at somebody that's, you know, making a decent living, probably doing that for their job, but they're not in charge of anything. No, they, but you don't go, like, they don't go to the social media manager and go, hey, what do you think personnel-wise we should do here? <laughs> right. Like, dude, what are we going to do? We lost our quarterback. Did you check with Chuck in social media? He might have an idea. Damn it, Chuck. So, right, it's going to be a tough patch, but, right, so let's just, I, my point is, let's just be honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a little rough. You have the Steelers on Sunday night, which is still a winnable game, mm-hmm. but I, I mean. And then stu- what, it's New Orleans and Jacksonville, and hopefully Russell's back after the bye week. Right, and then, right, and then you're sitting in the NFC West, which it's awesome to be in the best division in football. It also hurts on, on years like this, where it's like, God damn it. And Aaron Donald, like, I'm just he is so good. I'm just yeah. sick of that dude. He has been ruining, like, outside of Lawrence Taylor, like, I'm trying to remember of, like, somebody, a defensive player that is just ruining a whole conference. is He's it's, doing his best. I know. It makes you wish that the Seahawks would have done that, whatever it took to get him on their team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Seahawks are, are struggling. Uh, I had a question about, I can't remember it. Oh, uh, well, never mind. Sorry. Uh, Shane Waldron, no, this is a good, uh, in a weird way, I'm like, you know what? You got this hot. Uh, flashy new offensive coordinator. Now you're gonna put him to the test. Yes, let's see the scheme. Like, see what you do with Gino. And man, I did. I, I did enjoy the the crowd really just rallying behind Gino. And that interception was a heartbreaker because it was so much fun. Like to hear them chanting his name. Oh, I was sitting at a bar in his veins. Like I got it in my blood, baby. I was sitting at a bar and we were doing that. Gino, it was Gino. awesome. Oh man, it was so, some. You know, I obviously would like Russell to be our quarterback, but I'm excited to see what Gino does. Man, he. I think he won over a lot of people, not only for what he did on the field, but how he talked after the game, and he just like how much he appreciated that, and like made, brought a tear to his eye. I should get a jersey. I mean, I said, it, if it, and yeah. it never goes out of style because my last name's always going to be Smith. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, Sounders still rolling. Big win, but yeah, cruising. <laughs> I mean, there's not much to say. They're, they're doing their job. They're in first uh, in the West. Okay, yeah. Uh, F one, kind of funny. Uh, Lewis Hamilton or Max always wins. Lewis Hamilton's teammate is Valtteri Bottas. I feel bad. The poor bastard always finishes like second or third. He actually got a win this the past Sunday. So did good I, for him. Did I tell you there was a listener I was, I was chatting with about something? I think he asked me about the Kraken in hockey. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm mostly just a football and F1 fan. And I'm like, oh, t- you know, Ted loves F1. He's like, Ted Smith? And I'm like, yeah. He, he's like, I love Ted already. I love him even more now. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, we always just say for Valtteri, right? Because the top three dudes are always on the podium and you spray champagne. But like, when you're always second or third, that has to be annoying. Like, oh, I'm spraying champagne again. So I was just like, you know what? Good for Valtteri. He got got a win. And then other than that, I mean, I think the biggest thing, we've already talked about it, but hockey is back in town. Now, Steve, I have an answer or question for you. Yes. I know it was our first game. It was tight in the third period, but like... 
Should we have thrown a fight in there? I wanted a fight so bad. All dude. Right, so I, almost I wanted a like, fight so bad. Can we just start a fight? I feel like it's like we got to set a tone. Yep. Get a fight. Dude, when it was 3 nothing, I thought I might I might have thought it and didn't text it to you, but I was thinking, I'm like, someone on our team needs to drop the gloves and beat the crap. Even if they win or lose, yeah. we need to make a statement. I don't care who it is. I don't even care if you get a punch in. But you got to start a fight. Because the first two periods were so wide open. They were bare. Like, I was like, eh, nothing's going to happen. The third period, it got a little chippy. And I was like, all right, drop them. There was a moment when Tanev was trying to score on, I think it was Tanev. Somebody was trying to, like, put the puck in the net and the goalie froze it. And the other team came in and kind of pushed a little bit. But then they were, like, really polite with each other. I'm like, no, push them back. It's time. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, all in all, dude, like. I was telling some people, I'm like, yeah, they did not. And we talked about it. Like, you, you brought up a great point. They seemed overwhelmed at first. They oh were, my they were trying so hard. They came out super aggressive. It was weird. Like, I felt the offense was super aggressive, which led to them leaving the defense out to dry. And I felt like the defense wasn't aggressive enough when the when the Vegas Knights were coming down and almost were like skating back on their heels. And yeah. that's how a couple of those goals happened. I also thought Grubauer gave up a couple softies, and I. And, I don't think he's going to – I don't think we have anything to worry about because I think we saw how he really is as a goalie in the second half where he was just unstoppable. Um, and that one goal, of course, is just a complete BS goal in my opinion. But Well, not only that, but like Vegas, like I guess that's a technique, but I'm just like – it seemed like their guys were just sliding in front of all of our shots and blocking it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I, they blocked a lot of shots. Yeah, I was like, I don't even feel – like we got to put more pressure on the keeper and, and mm-hmm. goaltender. And unlike soccer – like in hockey, that's part of the strategy sometimes, right? Like, let's just dump it at the net yep. and hope for a rebound. Like, we got a lot of shots, but I wouldn't say a lot of quality shots. You know what right. I mean? I think the quality shots that we had went in the net. I think the best shot was that geeky goal where he just threaded the needle bar down. <laughs> and I, the announcers, I, I, like I said earlier, I thought they did a great job, but I thought it was really weird that they were like, oh, yeah, that was on Robin Leonard. That was That was all him. He should have. I'm like, wait, you've been spending the entire game talking about how great he is because he stays deep in the net. And he's just so quick, and that's like that works to his advantage. Well, here's a re- here's a moment where it didn't work to his advantage, but you can't crap on him for that. Like no. that's like you live by the sword and you die by the sword. And also, I don't care where he was playing in that position. Like Geeky found a little hole and put it right in there. Yeah, so say it's sniper. It was a great goal. Yeah, yeah, I, right. I thought that was weird. Yeah, like I know soccer, you got to come out and make yourself big, but I imagine at that angle, that's probably the same thing, right? Come yeah. out a little bit and try to just. I, yeah, cover up. It's very much like soccer. You want to play that angle. You want yeah. to just kind of come out. Some goalies, are, I, I did not really think about that with Leonard. I did not realize that he kind of stays in a little bit more in his net. Like when I play, Grant, I'm like, oh, I'm a beer league crap goalie. But yeah. like, I'm looking to get out as far as I can, like to the point where sometimes I, I, like, I'm like pushing my own defenseman out of the way. Not like I'm like leaving the complete crease, but I'm at the top of the crease, if not a little bit past it, just yeah. trying to get that angle cut down because that's really going to work to my advantage because my size, but I'm effed. If they pass the puck to somebody on the other end, because I'm not quick enough. Get... You're out of right. Right. So it's like at that point, then it's on my defense to try and get in the way. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, just don't give it up near post. But all in all, man, like I thought the second half was a real indication of what that team's like. They showed great resolve. I thought the coaching was fantastic. The fact that he was able to keep that team in it, even though they were down three nothing, came back strong, tied the game up. A questionable goal is the reason why they lost the game against arguably the best team in the league. And then how many games do they play? Uh, 82. So there's 81 82. more chances. Like That's why also it's not like football where you lose one game. You're like, oh boy, where are we going with this? You know, you lost one game. It's not the end of the world. I think if you're a Kraken fan, you should be very excited. I know I am. Yeah. People are fired up. Yeah, dude, it's weird. Everybody in town is. It is so weird as a hockey fan that's just wanted this for so long and just 
dealt with so many people saying nobody cares about hockey. I've heard that forever. You know, it's like it's just kind of like the little like redheaded stepchild of sports. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now everywhere I go, people who I would never guess, even on Facebook, there's friends of mine that I've never heard them once talk about sports. Now all of a sudden they're like, let's go cracking or they're rocking the jersey. I'm like, I love it, dude. Like I'm not like where were you? Like it's to me, it's just amazing. I love that we're all like falling in love. I'm, I'm being around people that are falling in love with a sport that I've loved for so long is so cool. What I think we've talked about, it's one of the best things about Seattle. If you're mm-hmm. in Seattle, whether it's soccer, whether it's our radio station, like when you live up here in the Northwest, like people really get into the stuff. And I can't wait, dude. I'm so pumped you and I are going to be going to that game in December. I That's feel awesome. Like I just wish it was sooner. But then I'm like, December's really not that far away. We're like a month and a half away from the game. Oh, no. This is the fast time of year because yeah. every sport you like is playing, right? You got hockey, you got baseball playoffs, you got football, uh, soccer's going. Yep. Right. This I love this time of year, but it blows by. Yeah, dude, this is going to be, I, oh man, that game is going to be so much fun. A weekend game. Ah, hopefully they are they got a solid record going on at that point. They're not losing every game. I don't care either way. I'm, we're just going to get drunk. I was going to say, we're going to have fun. Eat Shaq's chicken and, and just cheer. And cheer. We came for chicken and pretzels. <laughs> and we Did got you mean em. chicken and waffles? No, 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 no. We meant chicken and pretzels. <laughs> As I eat my chicken sandwich on top of the pretzel. <laughs> or I put the pretzel inside the chicken sandwich. Or they have a pretzel bun chicken sandwich. Forget about it. Put in some cream cheese. We made this one especially for Steve and Ted. We heard you guys were coming. This is just the, this is this is the Steve and Ted Seattle spot. We call it the Little Smoky. <laughs> oh, right. So you both grew up here? Oh no, no, we didn't. <laughs> we put some cream cheese on it though, just to show your Seattle roots. <laughs> it's gonna be great, dude. Uh, I think that's anything going on this weekend. Nah, playing pu- back, playing public, took a week off. Yeah? Yeah. Team's going good? You know, we're good. We're passing the ball. We're doing a good job. I don't know. I should text and find out what we did last weekend. It's just, what kind of teammate are you? You well, don't even know if your team won? I bet Russell's going to find out if they won or lost. He'll probably be on the sidelines. Well, in classic, we don't we don't post the scores because it's all about making the playoffs. And there's four playoff spots and four teams. <laughs> So you made the playoffs. Oh, wow. Congrats. Right. We're going to get there, Steve. I feel confident we're going to make the playoffs. There was a couple beer league seasons where there was only four, or sometimes even three teams in our in the A-League that we were in yeah. at the Rainier Hockey League. And it was like the season started. We lost the first game. Like, that's the bad news. Good news, boys. We clinched a playoff spot. Like, we still got 40 more games. I told you that I'm just like, all right, I got to get back. So, that's yeah, that's my big plan for the weekend. A quick observation about Russell Wilson that I was I wonder what you thought. After he broke his finger, he was in the hospital, right? All right. Did you see the picture of him with the sunglasses on? Yeah. Why was he wearing sunglasses? And why, if you broke a finger, are you in a wheelchair? I mean, right. He looks like he's coming out of major surgery in that picture. <laughs> like he got out of a car accident. Right. I mean, I get it's the hospital, so they always put you in a wheelchair. Maybe because he's on meds. I'll give him that excuse. Maybe that's what it is. It has to, like, why but I, I saw that picture. I thought the same thing. I was like, Russ, it's a finger, man. Like, all they're going to do is put it in a damn splint. <laughs> I kept doing this all weekend. I was like, yeah, his finger looks like mine now. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like my pinky's like crooked because I took a puck off of it once. <laughs> right. I was like, the difference is I'm lifting beer cans. He's got to th- throw football. Right. He's got it way easier than you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That lucky SOB. Son of a bitch just cut the finger off. If he's a winner, like he says he is, man, it's not like he did based on like his wife's Instagram posts. I mean, look, I'm, I feel bad for him. I, we, we kid because we care, but I'm like, he didn't just get shot. I also love the, have you seen the meme where he's got like Chubb's hand? 
No. From Happy Gilmore. And it's like him looking at his hand like, that damn gator. <laughs> That's all I got to look that up. Yeah. All right. Well, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Go Kraken. Go Kraken. Hopefully they win tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Hopefully <laughs> next week. Uh, oh, next week I might be throwing in a couple of wrestling interviews that I, I'm going to record uh, in the mornings before. Right. Like, I got hit up. Opportunity to talk to Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan. All right. I'm like, and I don't do my wrestling podcast anymore. So I'm like, where am I going to put this? Oh, Megacast. So, yeah, we'll throw it on at the we end. Yeah. Yeah. Ask could, about Aberdeen. You know what? I'll, like, we could even like pre record a couple questions for you and I'll just play it. I guess just, if you're in the room. Uh, Daniel. <laughs> yes. His answer is yes. <laughs> do you right. like pretzels? Yes. Do you like cream cheese? Yeah. I mean, like, Daniel, I have a Thanks couple questions. Thanks for being questions. on the Megacast. He'll be like, never coming on again. It's like the one guy wasn't even there. Right? And his questions really did not make any sense in the context of the interview. Right. Just in the middle of this heartfelt conversation about independent wrestling, Ted just asked him if he liked pretzels. Imagine he goes on a five-minute tirade about pretzels. He'd be like, let me tell you something about pretzels. It's uh, like, I, dude, he, uh, I can't remember. He had like a whole thing about one time about like, uh, uh, it was... It, I can't even. I can't even remember it. <laughs> it, was, it was such a. I don't want to waste our time, but yeah. it, was like, it was like something about like eating plants and how that's basically still like murdering people. All right, because you're eating a plant and a plant is alive. Yeah, it's like a total stoner thing. And after he like the the, the quote came out, people were like, "Looks like Daniel's smoking pot again." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's hilarious." Independent wrestling. All right, we'll be back next week. Go cracking. Go cracking. Ah.